Hello, welcome to a beautiful podcast to fall in love, an unofficial Bachelor Nation show from TV Guide. I'm Liam Matthews, and joining me in TV Guide Mansion is my co-host from our season and Bachelor in Paradise. In the studio once again, we brought her home. It's Jacqueline Trumbull. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. I'm so glad to be home. Yeah, it's nice to see you. <laughs> and this week, we're joined by a very special guest, comedian, host of the J Train and You Up podcasts, and your favorite Bachelor Live screamer, it's Jared Freed. Thank you for having me. Such a pleasure to be here. Good to have you. All right, so let's get right to it. It's finale part one. Peter was down to two girls, Maddie and Hannah Ann, and he didn't know which one to choose. His family loved Hannah Ann. His mother called her an angel sent to earth, and uh, they weren't into Maddie, who doesn't love Peter the way Hannah Ann does. Their advocacy for Hannah Ann was what Peter needed to decide he was choosing Maddie. (laughs) But Maddie, a reasonable person, realized their lives were too different and it wouldn't work out between them. So now Peter just has Hannah Ann, who he doesn't want. What a conundrum. <laughs> so let's, let's start. I have a question for both of you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mostly we're going to talk about Peter's mom. Yeah. But first, we have to talk about the girls. Okay. So we're going to start. Did Maddie make the right decision? Well, apparently not, since she's coming back tomorrow or today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it was a pretty good decision in the sense that, like, she can't... Uh, she has been saying all along, like, I have these standards and been kind of unclear about what they are. They just have something to do with religion. And now it's becoming clear, like, what I found hilarious was that they were making the case that Peter's lifestyle is too different from hers because he likes to go line dancing. Yeah. <laughs> I bet Maddie loves to go and line if, dancing. <laughs> if she can't be down with the line dancing, then <laughs> I, I don't see a future for them. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's a, it was a pretty unbelievable episode because you have, when am I, you know, it's the difference between sounding right and being right. You know, like what Maddie has done, uh, she's been lying. She withheld information until the last possible second huh. and then claims to be, be judged because of her values, which is not the truth. The truth is you left out information about yourself. It could have been that you were a vegan. We'd still be like, wait a minute. That's a third of your life. And now it's it's very interesting to me because there's this jujitsu that happens on TV where people are aware of the Twitter, the Instagram audience, the people. And Maddie has put together this posse mm-hmm. of God people because she goes on and she says, how can you judge me for my values? And it's like, Nobody cares about your values. We care that you got to the final moment you possibly could mm-hmm. and said, wait a minute, I don't want you living, you know, I, I want you to know that I'm a virgin and I won't be sleeping with someone who's been, who slept with someone six days ago. And it's like, everything she says is right. And it's like, but the context with which she plays it out is completely tone deaf. It doesn't exist. There's no context. And now it comes down to a discussion of her and Barbara mm-hmm. sitting down together going, well, and Barbara's, and she's going, I won't be judged for my values. And Barbara's going, well, we're spiritual. Like she wants to make sure she knows that God <laughs> exists in this house when this has nothing to do with the situation at all. It has nothing to do with that. It's not spiritual versus God. It is you two are not a match, which that's why the brother, which you're, you're referencing the line dancing, mm-hmm. he's the only one that made sense this episode. No, he yeah. did, he, yeah. He said it in a hilarious way where he's like, <laughs> oh, no, you got to have someone to line dance with. And it's like as if Peter's going to go, oh, my God, you're right. 
How will I not go to the honky-tonk until I'm married? (laughs) And what he really means is you live a certain way where sex and nakedness and all this stuff happens in your life, and that's fine. That's a life that you have chosen. And she has a life that doesn't involve sexual interactions, and that's fine too. But those two puzzle pieces don't connect. And you are putting aside... a. And this is the thing. No one wants to be the person that's like, well, I gotta fuck. (laughs) No one wants to be that guy. No one wants to be, because you sound icky. It sounds gross. Mm -hmm. No one wants to be, well, you know, and I get these questions all the time on my podcast where people ask dating questions, like a very specific one, okay? Should the man pay after the first date? They'll ask that question. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) So here's what that, that question gets mired and muddled in the joke of absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, 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 no. The guy should pay for the first date. If you, after the first date, felt badly that you had to split a tab, that's okay. That's your preference. If you, some people prefer to pay on the first date. They'll go, no, I want to split it because I don't want to be on a contractual, you know, obligation to someone because they just paid for my drinks. That's okay too. But this is all personal. Your standard is your standard. So when you say like, eh, I like to fuck four times in a windmill and, you know, I like to, you know, before I get married, that's okay too. But you you can't just disregard your standards because they feel icky and bad. And I think that's what Peter's doing a lot of. He's doing, well, you know, but I, I do like God and I would go to church. And <laughs> yeah. it's like, you the, the minute you get like seven down the line of like, I would, I would, I don't know, maybe... Is the minute you're me, you're being, you're faking who you are. Yeah, he's not being honest with himself. Yeah, I, I don't think he knows what he's signing up for, though, because this is my whole problem with her: is that she's like, I live my whole life through faith, and I'm like, can you please break it down for us? Yeah, how many she, times a week are you doing Bible study? Well, you're abso- like, you're absolutely right because she breadcrumbs that information. That's yeah. how she got to yeah. the end by saying, right. you know, I would really prefer it if you didn't sleep with other women before we met, and it's like, <laughs> well, how, you know, if she had said Jesus spoke to me <laughs> and said. A man shall not be with other woman in the Proverbs of the Bible. Like, if she went into that, we'd go, oh, okay. Maddie lives a life that's different than me. You're right. She breadcrumbs. It, it, it doesn't, it's never as serious as it becomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it always, it starts as, well, my lifestyle. Then it's, well, mm-hmm. I'm a virgin until marriage. Then it's, you won't be with another woman six days before me. It's like, mm-hmm. do you, have you seen this show before? Yeah, and then it becomes, you have to move from Los Angeles to Orange County. You have to join yeah. the Republican Party. Well, whatever it is, you know, like you can't just not give this information. Yeah. Yeah. My thing is that Peter is not being honest with himself about it. He's He's just totally well, blinded. By this it. is the thing where the mom comes in and now the mom is being treated as the bad guy. Mm-hmm. because we've been waiting for this moment all season. Mm-hmm. We waited for the mom. To, who is she yelling about? Who is she crying about? We all want to know. Then we find out it's bring Hannah home to us. Right. That's the angel on earth. The wrong Hannah. And the, yeah, the other <laughs> Hannah. Bring home the 17-year-old is what she's yelling to the, <laughs> yeah, to exactly. the heavens. Bring home the girl who's never left the house and has never opened a, an electric bill. Mm-hmm. So this is so now we're at that point and everyone's like, ooh, would you want a mother-in-law like that? That puts her that tells you not who to be with and who not to be with. It's like, do you know how moms are? Have you ever met a mom who has a son? Okay, but this is an extreme mom. I wouldn't say that. This is a- let's put a let's put a pin in this. Let's put a pin in this. <laughs> 
Let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to get all the way in Mm -hmm. on Barbara Weber, (laughs) who has saved this season. Yeah. (laughs) Back after this. Okay, we're back. And it's time to talk about, (laughs) to talk about Barb. Mm -hmm. A fascinating character. One of the, like, we were talking before we got on the air about, like, they cast Peter for her. Well, this is what she's always wanted. Well, this, I mean, they knew she was gonna, she was gonna bring it. I mean, yeah. this is clearly what she always wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, seeing this family dynamic play out was fascinating to yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. Just to see, like, Peter was a child actor. Mm. Peter's brother was actually a pretty successful child actor. He was on The Shield. He, okay. Yeah. So she's a stage mom. Okay. I mean, she comes on, you can see when it's coming. It was so exciting. <laughs> She's like, all of a sudden, she's like, (laughs) and you're like, oh, here it comes. And then she's like, Hannah, bring her home to us, Peter. And you're like, oh, this is a song and dance that she has done before. Yeah. Because she's definitely freaked out. They've been at dinner and the sides didn't come out. And she's going, I can't believe the mashed potatoes are going to be cold. Like, you can tell this is something, this is her move. This is, again, it's back to jujitsu. So you agree with me. She is extreme mom. Here's what I would I would agree that she is, ex, ex, exerted this in extreme ways, but she's not to be hated for it. I don't think like like the the idea of a mom being protective of her son, moms and sons is a weird relationship. Let's just start at that. Like my mom with me. I was gonna ask about your mom. <laughs> every mom is this way with the son, and if you ask and ask any girl who's come home to a mom and son. Uh huh. You're because what the son is, the son is the version of the man the mom fell in love with. So it's a younger version of the dad when she remembers in the in the hindsight of her life, in the looking back of the looking glass, oh that it looks just like the man that used to take me out on dates, and now he's this fat schlub that sits on the couch. Now he's old man version. That's the version I see through my mind's eye. The other thing is. You came out of her, okay? So Hannah Ann walks in and goes, I am obsessed with, it's a narcissism. Mm -hmm. Because she's going, I am obsessed with the thing you made. And the the mom goes, you know, you're right. I did make that. I molded that. (laughs) I created that. I remember when I became a comedian and I told my mom wasn't on board. And it's because of the nature of how moms are with their kids. Mm -hmm. Because when moms get asked, what does your kid do? They want easy answers. For the other moms, they want to go. My my son is a doctor. My daughter's a lawyer. Because then all the other moms will go, "Ooh, you did a good job. You have a daughter, a daughter lawyer. You have a son doctor." It's an easy answer. Boom, boom, boom. I did a good job. I didn't screw up the mothering responsibility, which is a huge deal in our society. Mm-hmm. So going back to Hannah Ann, Hannah Ann walks in and goes. I'm obsessed with the thing you created. Like, and it, back to the comic thing, it took a couple of years for my mom to go, I get this now. I know how to explain it to my friends. Uh-huh. Oh, he's done this. He's done the Bachelor podcast for TV Guy. <laughs> you know, that's an easier answer and than- My mom loves saying that. <laughs> that's an easier answer than Jared does 
open mic at a bar at 4 p.m. And they're like, well, you must have fucked up as a mom. You're not a good mom. And it's you're all it's all about selling the sizzle. Mm-hmm. All moms are saleswomen for the kids that they created. So when you come back to Hannah, she walks in the house and goes, I'm obsessed with your son. I love him. I love the war- or the earth he walks on. Then it's, it's totally normal yeah. to me for Barbara to go, we're the same. We're the same. Yeah. You lo- I see you- myself in you. That's the greatest compliment is, yeah. is what you're saying right now. Now, now uh, Madison walks in and goes, I just think we have different values. That <laughs> is literally saying to her, you brought up your son wrong. <laughs> You you brought up your son a way that I wasn't brought up. My mom is good at bringing up kids because I have values and I have core beliefs that mm-hmm. I was brought up with. Every time, because you could see it on Barbara's face. She's like, all of a sudden she's pivoting into, we're spiritual. Right. You no, know, because she has to explain, we're not, 100%. we're not praising Satan in this house. Yeah. You know, like it becomes, and this is very mom. Like, like the whole time I'm watching this going, I'm not saying it's my mom, but it's a version of my mom. I've seen the lioness protecting the cub. You know, like this was all very Oedipal and very like, and she's looking at her going, and, and the disagreement they have. And then she looks at, and I, to Barbara's credit, I've never seen a parent this definitive uh-huh. to look at your son and go, that's not the one. Angel on earth is, is like an extreme <laughs> version. After literally meeting her. For what, an hour? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever it may yeah. be. And then to freak out on camera, like I've been saying all season, for her to cry that way about anyone on the show is crazy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then what Peter did when he came back, so she goes, bring on! Like she goes into her whole <clears throat> fucking Theatrical. Spanish soap opera. Bring You see Peter have a moment of like, you need to stop this. Yeah. And when he said, and very, very, he was very calm about it, like and respectful, just, and and very, but very much like I've seen like so I've many. Seen I love Peter in that moment. Great. She yeah. been need respectful, to stop. also loving, but also I felt Peter because I was like, you have to have these talks with moms all the time, where you go, mom, like I'm moving in with my girlfriend. Okay, mm-hmm. my mom's immediate thing was, what are you gonna do? Where are you gonna go? Yeah. And I go, what are you doing? You're you're getting crazy, and she goes, I don't know. I just, it's, I can't believe you're moving in. I didn't see this coming, and then she breaks down, and I'm like, Yeah, that's a Peter mom moment. That's a Barbara moment where she's like, Oh, I'm seeing this thing get away from me, and I'm seeing it happen in a way that I'm not sure I would have done. So I, I get it all. Look, I think that you are pointing out that the architecture of her response makes sense, but yeah. yes, the I mean, she, what's Michael Jackson's place called? Neverland Ranch. Neverland Ranch. She did a Neverland Ranch situation over this architecture. Like, it was so histrionic. It was just, it was all about her. And it was so, it was lacking so much awareness for, I I mean, how he's going to come across on screen, his ability to make life choices, the fact that, like, they're probably going to break up anyway, so maybe tone it down a little bit. Sure. I, I, I understand what you're saying. I don't, it's, it's not hateable. It's all from love. Like when yeah. someone's like, when someone says like, I understand like it is a narcissist thing, but that's within all of us. Peter handled it well. Yeah, but it's a spectrum. And it's she's just, like yeah. 99th percentile. She's pretty far on the spectrum. <laughs> she's far yeah. out there. I, I, there was never like, everyone's like, how could you deal with that as an in-law? It's like, well, she's also protecting her Thanksgiving table. She's also looking at it like, oh, oh my God, I'm gonna have to sit at a table with someone who's, who's judging the way I brought up my son. I understand where she was poked 
in the way a mom does not want to be. It wasn't Peter. I don't know if I could deal. It wasn't Peter doesn't go down on me well. <laughs> you know, it wasn't that. It was Peter. His values are different than mine. And that is like, ooh, you've taken, that has taken out a gun on a mom to me. But if she had confidence in her own values, she could have said, that's fine. That is that is just the reality of the situation. I mean, I get why she would prefer Hannah Ann, and I get oh, why yeah. she would be protective. But the fact that you're right, like she immediately started invoking God and Jesus and angels and shit as soon as she heard that like we're not religious enough or whatever. Sure, and all of a sudden she's all of a sudden got these God things going on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love watching it. I, I mean, <laughs> it was fantastic. It was great. I I don't think that she's evil. I don't yeah, think she's evil. I just, it's she's a showman. It's all, I mean, that right down very, to like. You're very right. Yeah. That was quite a show. Down to them making out in the car when they were going on. Yeah, uh, last yeah. week. Yeah. I this mean, is what I've been saying the whole time. I was early. Remember, if you remember, hmm. I was early on the not liking Peter's mom. Well, the dad's going to go along with it. I mean, the dad and her have this very sexualized relationship that they're okay with talking about it. Yeah. And they're up in the crowd last season yeah. giving a thumbs up. too much. For fucking in a windmill four times. Like, yeah. it, it is a little too much. But he's got to, you know, this is like, you know, this is why husbands don't run the house. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's just he'll, he'll just defer. To, I mean, yeah. if she's going to go... To a hundred every single time. He's mm -hmm. just, he's gonna, he's yeah, not He's gonna, backed away from yeah. this, this freak out in many different places. Yeah. That husband has been like, she's been like, bring us the king's suite now! <laughs> At a hotel check-in. And he's like, yeah, I'm gonna go get some water. I'm gonna get the lemon-infused water yeah. while you freak out. Like, this is a, this is a, a dog and pony show that, that has been done yeah. many times before. Yeah. That was very obvious. Like, it, it, and like I, I, you just know, step away. And then Peter was like, "I gotta, I, 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 I was proud of Peter." Yeah. But I, I don't. The larger issue is that you know, going forward, Peter made his decision, then went on a date with Hannah Ann as if everything was normal. <laughs> yeah. Ma made his decision, meaning I'm choosing Madison. I'm choosing Maddie. Yeah. She dumps me, and then I go on a date as if like, well, let's see if we'll make it now. You know, like it's not. You know, like, he stood up and then he didn't stand up, like, at the same time. The whole season, he's just been tripping over his feet the whole time. He has no idea what he's doing. Yeah. So my favorite part of the thing with his mom was that it made us understand who Peter is mm -hmm. so clearly. Like, he's been criticized this whole season for, you know, for rewarding drama and, yeah. you know, needing to see women cry mm -hmm. to know that they mm -hmm. care about him. And then immediately we see, oh, this is why he is like this. Absolutely. I mean, we're all just looking for someone who's been you're all of us are out here dating, trying to find someone whose parents fucked them up in a compatible way with <laughs> our fuck up. You know, like we're all looking for compatible fuck ups. Yeah. So like the way that you're you, the the problems you have that I can fix, the problems I have that you can fix, we're all looking for that puzzle piece. And like Peter, you know, when he gets a scream at, you know, when he has a scream, you you can see like, oh, he's been trying to fix his mom his whole life. <laughs> he's been trying to fix the mom freaking out at the hotel check-in going, no, it's okay. They're going to put us in a, in, a, in a corner suite. It's going to be just like the King Suite. <laughs> like he's done that his whole life. And now he's looking for a, he that's, he's looking for a woman that matches that. Yeah. 
Like Victoria F. The whole season, you're like you you want to like shake Peter and be like she stares at her knee every time she talks to you. <laughs> like there's something you she's not ready. Like you want to shake him, mm-hmm. and then you see like the mom freak out like that. You're like oh okay, I, he just wants to fix another mom. Yeah. I just, can you imagine spending your whole life with your mom taking up like 99% of every room and yet that 1% you occupy also has a spotlight on it so that, so that she can take up 100% of the room. <laughs> I, like oof. it's, it's not even for him. His yeah. fame is all about her. Yeah. I, I do want a behind the music special uh-huh. of how Peter ends up on The Bachelorette. Like <laughs> I want the step by step because he's a pilot. You're like, okay, Delta pilot, good job, uh-huh. good benefits, mm-hmm. good, you know, mm-hmm. good career. And then you're like, then you start hearing like, and he lives at home. You're like, oh, oh does he? Yeah. He did, yeah. You're like, oh, oh that's a bit my weird. God. Why would he live at home? He's making 200 grand a year. What, what's going on? Oh, he, he he was a child actor. Hmm. <laughs> well, I didn't know about that. Okay. Oh, he loves drama. You know, like, mm-hmm. I want to see, we're all connecting the dots looking back. I want to see it now coming forward. Like, I want the birth to Hannah B season <laughs> progression of Peter because you're right. You bring, you know, like, it, it, how did this all come to be? I want to see who put the application in front. Was his mom it, the one that slipped it? It probably was his mom. Well, yeah. the, the, this is all stuff that, like, you know, now we look at we go, of course it was the mom that put it in front of it. You know, but, like... Yeah. On the show in the beginning, you're like, oh, he's just got these crazy parents. And then you you start to get to know our star. I would also like a show about his brother. And if his brother gets any love and attention now that Peter has yeah. fulfilled the dreams. <laughs> right. He's just, yesterday's news. Yeah. He does, yeah. He's not an actor anymore. Yeah. He's just a cute guy who yeah. we like. His I name is want, now not Peter. Not Peter. <laughs> yeah. I want to see if my forearm would fit into their pants. Because they have the skinniest legs in the history of legs that have ever been on TV. I want to see if I could put my fist through the quad of his pants because I don't think I could. So, Jacqueline, have you thought about being a therapist for Bachelor people? It would be amazing. Because Peter, like Peter, it's like we see the the family dynamics at play here. I I wouldn't want to do that job long term. I mean, there's... There's two ways to be a bachelor therapist. One is to be the bachelor therapist, which is like a kind of a shallow gig where you just get to like go to Italy for a week and wait. They have a therapist on the show. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So what do they, they just stand by the camera as like, I'm here if anyone needs me. She's not that helpful. I mean, you can kind of, (laughs) she does rounds basically. So it's like today you're going to talk to the nurse and then you're going to talk to the therapist. And if you're like, I'm fine, then the therapist leaves. And then they have in your exit limo, uh, you do your crying interview or whatever, and then you park in front of the hotel, and then the therapist crawls in the van and talks to you for a while. I've never even heard this. This is amazing information. Yeah. That's like in the movie uh, with Brad Pitt. Do you watch the movie where he goes into space to take down his dad? No. Uh, <laughs> no. Do you know at, at Astra? At Astra, it's set in the future, in a future that he can go just go into space, and he has to every day he has to check in with a therapy game. Okay. And like hit buttons on the game and they go, you are well enough to move on. You know, it's like that kind of feels like the Ad Astra uh, therapy game. Like, oh, you can play Candy Crush. You're allowed back on the show. And then so what's the other way? Well, then you'd be the long-term therapist to a particular participant. Mm-hmm. The therapist for the show gig would be cool for like one or two years. Yeah. And then Probably be... gets draining. It's See, like, what... Yeah. Hard, uh, hard to have kids in that scenario. Yeah. I would want... It would be great instead of the interviews, we just had a psychological profile, yeah. you know, before they go on. Oh, like, we do I, that too. 
Really? Yeah. So, but I'm saying like they should put that out from ABC. Like we should see. <laughs> we like, wave our HIPAA. Yeah, like our HIPAA. No, rights, you go, yeah. you go, Jared F. Mm-hmm. From you know, comedian from New York, and then instead of like the intern written like <laughs> Jared F. likes to party, he's a is a reform party boy now. Like instead of that, it was like Jared F. suffers from. Uh, narcissism of the third degree. <laughs> you know, like if they just went through it, then you'd be like, ooh, can't wait for this idiot to get on there. You know, like they should have more of that. I know, I know. They wouldn't even give me my own results. Really? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you take this big long personality test called the MMPI and then you meet with a psychologist. And the psychologist was a bit smarmy himself. Mm. I left feeling like, I'm like, I'm kind of attracted to the psychologist. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, my taste. Uh, but that may I was be like, part of the psychological profile. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> I was like, is this in- is this intentional? Like, they get this charming dude to, like, give you your, per- like, talk about your personality. We have to take a break. Okay. But we're going to come back and we're going to talk about predictions of what is going to happen. Okay. Back after this. All right, we're back. What do you think is going to happen in the final part of the finale? Do you have any predictions? Peter will not climax. <laughs> I have That's my one prediction. Peter will be sitting there just angrily not climaxing the whole episode. No, I, I think Peter is um, going to go back. I mean, they, they already teased it mm. that Maddie's going to come back. She made a big mistake. And they're going to decide to date and see where it goes. I think it's, I think like, you know, a lot of people want this show to end in a marriage. I I think that's like way too, like you're ahead of yourself. Like, like let's, I think them coming together to say, we're going to be a couple now is as big as marriage was 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, like nowadays publicly being in a relationship. Are you kidding me? (laughs) That's, I mean, I mean, it took me like seven months of being in one to tell people about my girlfriend. So it's like, you know, I understand in this day and age being Instagram official Mm -hmm. is equal to marriage. So I think that's going to be what's going to happen, but I don't see it lasting a long time. I see the real world coming into play. Um, Yeah, that's what I think. I don't know. So you don't think he is going to go through with with Hannah Ann? I feel bad for Hannah Ann. Um, I'll be be, uh, honest. Hannah Ann's mom reached out to me. She's a big fan of my live scream and before hometown she was like go easy on us and i was like <laughs> I, and i was just very taken aback with how wow. cool that was to reach out she's like we think you're hilarious and then hannah ann has started following me and i'm she's liked a couple of things like Ella, and i've made fun of her the whole season like i the, <laughs> i mean i've made fun of how young she is but like not in a way that you know not in the way the bullying episode would tell you uh <laughs> i've made fun of the show i made fun of everybody but it's yeah. cool that what I've noticed, Hannah Ann has grown on me in such a way that I'm like, oh, she's like, I'm I'm going to be proud to support her um, promo codes going forward. <laughs> I, I really am. Because I think Hannah Ann has shown a level of vulnerability and getting it that is hard to do on the show. Mm-hmm. I think she said, like, you know, with the idea of like, listen, you're seeing... It's very uh, vast contrast between Maddie saying, how could you have sex with a woman six days before we get engaged? And Hannah Ann going, yeah, well, this is the show. And I want you to make sure that you're happy and ready to go, you know, move on together. And like, there, there are things you have to, there's things you have to turn off in your animal brain to be able to be on this show and end up together. I understand that. And Hannah Ann's just shown a very nice, and I feel bad for her because she's on that date at the end with Peter and 
Peter had just been dumped by Maddie. Mm -hmm. He never mentions it once like, hey, this is a decision between engagement and not engagement. Because that's what, when Maddie's gone, it's fine that he's still, she's still on your mind, but you're on a date with someone else that you claim is another relationship. So again, I can't, I can't be mad at Maddie for leaving out information and not be mad at Peter for leaving out very similar, unless there was an edit job that I don't know about. But I'm saying Peter's on this date. At some point, he has to look at uh, Hannah and go, hey, I was ended with by Maddie, and I just want you to know that. And now we're on a date that means something different to me. And I'm trying to figure out if we should be together. And because yeah. that whole date, Hannah Ann's just sitting there going. She knew something was wrong. Yeah. yeah, she kept being trying to get something out of him. And it relates to dating, because I always say the honest one gets fucked mm -hmm. in dating. So whenever somebody's uh, like out there being like, I like you, get in the, like Hannah Ann's sitting in the car being like, get in the car. We're ready to go. And and what's his, and Peter's sitting at the gas station go, I got to go to the bathroom. She's like, you just went. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 I got to go again. And she's like, well, okay, go to the bathroom. Then let's go. And he's like, I got to get snacks. And she's like, I got tons of snacks. <laughs> and he's like, no, I should get more snacks. And, and she's going, what are you talking about? We got a whole car full. And she's being so sweet and vulnerable and honest. And he's obviously lying. So that the liar always, you know, that's why so many people when they're in a, in a relationship, they're always like, I'm so confused. I'm so confused. You're confused because the other person's lying. And yeah. it, what they're doing doesn't make sense. Yeah. So I, I feel for Hannah Ann, but I don't see it happening for her. Yeah. I felt for Hannah Ann too. I mean, she grew on me a lot this season. Did she grow on you? I think she's fine. Yeah. But she, yeah, she started off, she seems so polished and kind of phony. But then, you know, as the season went on, she just kind of got worn down. She kind of evolved into, it seemed like a more complete person to me. Yeah. But I'm with, I, McKenna was so awful. <laughs> that, like, McKenna did what I thought Hannah Ann was going to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it didn't go that way. It went with Hannah Ann being like, you know, and obviously I'm now biased because I love her mom and <laughs> think that the family's great and has a good head on their shoulders and they seem to get it and they love the fun of the show. Mm -hmm. If they like what I do, they like the fun yeah. of the show. So mm -hmm. I, I, yeah, I'll buy some 50. <laughs> so Jacqueline, what do you think is going to happen tonight? I guess that, I, I mean, I don't know why he's like, oh, we still don't know how this is going to end. I don't know if Peter's planning on proposing to Maddie or something um, on the live show, but this is now... This is now three bachelors in a row that haven't known what to yeah. do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty wild. That I think it's very male to be like, indecisive. Yeah, I'm moving in with my girlfriend. We're moving in, and literally, I tell my friend, I'm "Like, yeah, I'm moving in with my girlfriend." And he goes, "You had a good run." <laughs> that's his response to moving in. Like, that's a very different response than a female response. <gasps> You're moving in? What are you going to do? What are you getting? Like, is it a one bedroom? Where are you going to move? Is he excited? That would be a female response. That his is. Woo! Well, you did what you did. Good luck, man. It's over. So I think those reactions are very much why you see like men. I get why Peter, you know. I guess they're not indecisive. I mean, Colton was extremely decisive. Yeah. It's just yeah. that this is now two bachelors in a row who got dumped by their right. main right. squeeze. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. They and just made the wrong, they made the wrong, or not the wrong choice, but just the, they wanted something they couldn't have. Mm -hmm. which is yeah people have been peddling that in that that advice for a long time where it's like don't you know hold on to everything and it's like i i colton though looks very happy yeah they seem like really i, I watch colton on social media he he does seem like he's genuinely here for this whole thing well and what was wonderful about colton season i mean it was a complete waste of time until the last couple of episodes and then cassie who had seemed kind of like a flat personality mm. suddenly became this bubbly sweet 
sure. um, like fully, uh, fully their personality. And so I don't know. I don't really know what lessons to take from this, honestly. <laughs> I think it's got to be, it's a case by case basis, you know? Everybody, yeah. everybody's unique. And the problem is, is that it's really difficult to go through the show and, and figure out compatibility. It's yeah. just, it's just so difficult. And like, that's what's going on with Maddie. I kind of, what do you think about her coming back? She kind of had a lovely exit. I mean, mm-hmm. it was whether she lied to him or not. I mean, it was well put. It was decisive. Um, it was compassionate to the extent that a breakup can be, I think. And now she's like, uh-uh. <laughs> Her coming back to me, I have to watch it. But my immediate like thought is like, it kind of makes me buy it less. Yeah, yeah you right. You know, like it, it, you're like, oh, <clears throat> well, if we worked it out this way, you know, like I don't know. Like, are you doing that because you found out he liked you that much? Like, I to me, like, relationships are way more practical than anyone wants to even, like, give credit mm-hmm. to. And it to me, it's believing in a romanticism that doesn't really, that exists in movies. Like, yeah. you're trying to yeah. recreate that she you know, didn't a rom-com. That she didn't display before. It would just yeah. seem kind of kind of forced. Like, it would be, like, it wasn't, wouldn't be a real thing, but. What wouldn't be her coming? Her, her coming back, like it was, like it would be, like not entirely her decision. Like they would have, they would have said, like, "Hey, do you want to come back? Do you want to come back? Peter would like to talk to you." You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, um, I love when religion and non-religion get involved in this world. Like I think it's like yeah. so interesting, and like the people that defend her. Like I have people that comment on shit that I put out as if I'm like, you know, spewing Satan's word. <laughs> and oh. I'm like, you know. By the speaking of that, I found it really hilarious that Peter was like, hi, my extremely religious girlfriend. I have a date particularly for you. We are going to go to this sacred spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's just so, I don't know how the God group made this deal with The Bachelor. I don't know where this is very interesting, from. right? It's, it's like, very interesting. What sh- like you like what I wrote show were you watching? I, I wrote about it before the season. It's just so crazy to me that this group has has seemingly like held hands with this show since the beginning of time of this show. And it's the least godly show. <laughs> They're like, oh go, go on. 33 women for one man, go for yeah. it. <laughs> you know, it, it is interesting. And um I don't know what happens. I know what happens to Hannah Ann. Like I know where she, I know her natural progression. She she gets sponsorship. She's fun. She's in Miami. She's at Coachella. She's at yeah. South by Southwest. Well, not, she's not on this Paradise. Year. Whatever. Oh, I mean, this is this the year. worst. Yeah, yeah. Year. This is the worst year to be to be a bachelor contestant. I, I think it's getting canceled. Well, at least she can do it all from her house. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? So, but she'll be. I mean, she'll be. She'll be the belle of the ball on Paradise. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and you know, I I see. I know where she goes. Right. I don't know where Madison goes. I don't know if we're going to like look up six months from now and she's going to be like the head of her own mega church. <laughs> like she's just all Joel Osteen because you see these fan accounts. I don't know if you've seen them. Like it's crazy. They're, we've talked about this a lot. Just the people who are like these, these Maddie diehards because they put, because what she's done is a very good business decision. I, she's doing the Jamila Jamil jujitsu. <laughs> So I call it Jamila Jamil Jiu-Jitsu, and you take your you take your thing and you make yourself the victim as much as possible, and then anyone else who feels that they could be the underdog with you joins your team, and no one can disagree with you because what you say is technically right. What she says is, I do not want to be judged for my virginity values. She's absolutely right about that. You shouldn't be judged for that, mm-hmm. but... <laughs> You go on the show, The Bachelor, with Peter four times Weber, and then you say to us, what? 
I will not be judged. All right, you've lost all context. You've lost all nuance, which is what the Jamila Jamil Jiu-Jitsu yeah. is. Throw away context. Put the world in black and white. Put the world in good and evil. Yeah. And then I will have these people support me and pay my paycheck for the rest of my life. And I'll feed them, you know, God tea. Yeah. Just, the, just from the opposite end of the spectrum. It's just another way yeah. to make money. Follow, as my old rabbi used to say, uh-huh. follow the money. <laughs> follow the money. Follow the incentive. We live in an incentive-based economy. Go look it up. Everything has incentive. She's doing the same thing that everyone else does online. I will not be judged for my values. And then all those people with those values go, we, we you speak for us. You speak for us. She will be running a mega church in Tennessee <laughs> within the month. God, I hope so. Yeah. So before we wrap up, I want to talk a little bit about Peter styling this episode. <laughs> He, fashion I didn't notice anything. He looked like you didn't shit. notice it. It was a bad. I don't know who dresses the Bachelor and Bachelor. They they never Harry really. Fetley. Really? Yeah. Oh. Well, it's the stylist. I let me follow, I follow let me, let me, Instagram. The, this style, the pink shirt and white pants. He looked like a flamingo walking around. <laughs> his, his, his legs are so skinny. He's got this big boxy shirt on. Get him a fitted shirt. Like yeah. get him a tailor. Like the shirts don't fit him. They're too big. The shorts look nice, but with the big shirt, it just looks like he's wearing a trash bag. And it's like, Peter, you you got an okay body. Like, Peter, I mean, I the, the shots of him sitting on the bed with his stomach out, you're just like, I, I would be like, get away from that angle. <laughs> like, can you go just shoot me from the, the shoulders up? Like, uh... <laughs> like a woman on vacation in the Caribbean, you know, like, let me do like, like, give me a shot here. Peter. Yeah. The, the styling choices Peter has yeah. made. Um, it makes him look more like a boy who's wearing the clothes out of his dad's cabana collection. Yeah. It looked kind of a uh, little too Macy's. You know? Very Macy's. You're and, right. he, and he had, he had terrible sneakers. This he is had the, sh- the worst sneakers I've ever seen. They were like these knit. Yeah. They were kind of like fake Yeezys is kind of how they looked. They looked. This and, shows you know, ratings. Give them some Yeezys. They, got, them- they, got the, they have the budget to buy a pair of Yeezys. This show's ratings are as high as NFL football. <laughs> okay. You're like the 10th rated show on TV every year. Mm-hmm. You can afford. And they treat these people. When you were on the show, were you treated first class? No. That's the thing. They make this show makes nothing but money. Nothing. There's just a cash. Just going out. in Mike Fleiss's pocket. Yeah. Did you ever? So on my season, Becca got dumped after she was proposed to, right? Hmm. And then they sent her home in a middle seat on the flight. That's home. right. Yeah. Wait, what? They, they sent her home in the middle seat. Middle seat. It was the first row. That was. I mean, that to me, that ending was like people got mad about that. I mm-hmm. thought that was the best. He, when they kept going the unedited, unedited. It was, was the best. Like, this was the best. Yeah, like, it's incredible. I, also, the most real Bachelor moment. Mm-hmm. Like, the idea of going in there and having to, like, end it with someone. I've been there. I've been at that door. where you're like, I'm going to break up right knock, knock, knock. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, from here on out, the life is different. I've made the decision to knock on this door. Can we talk? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> well, hopefully we see something like that tonight. You know? Yeah. I'm Hopefully. Hopefully there's a- Yeah, there's just a, one action. Yeah, we get something that makes us feel something. We got to feel something. We'll find I out. I just tonight. want the women in the dome of the indatables to just sit there crying. 
We'll find we'll find something. So until then, Jacqueline and I will be back tomorrow to talk about the finale, part two. But until then, so so Jared, um, where can people find you? Oh, thank you. I um, sorry for screaming this whole time. No, that's, no, that's, that's what we brought you here I to do. I apologize um, for interrupting and being a mess. But I, this is I'm sorry. This is I, I should have. I, I get very excited. I'm passionate about the um, if you like my ramblings, I'm on Instagram at Jared Freed. I scream at The Bachelor while it happens. Um, you can watch me in every commercial break. I'm there on my couch, shirtless, screaming at The Bachelor. Every episode, I call it the live scream. You can go to my highlights and watch both Hannah B. and this past season. You can watch the whole Peter progression right on my highlights right now. Um, but at Jared Freed. And if when does this this comes out today? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be in Boston. I I'm doing stand up in Boston. Five out of the six shows are sold out. But if you wanna come, mm-hmm. I got Thursday night, there's a ten o'clock show that's I'll come. I'm going to Boston tomorrow. This is next weekend, not oh. this weekend. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Ah, I won't be there. Just missed. <laughs> um yeah, but I'll be in Boston the nineteenth through the twenty first of March. And then I'm in New York, I'm at Gotham Comedy Club. I got four shows there. It's the 17th and 18th. Um, it's stand-up. I do talk about The Bachelor uh, in my act, but it's like for five minutes. But anyone who doesn't watch, you know, bring the whole group chat. This is, this is going on. JaredFree.com. At JaredFree. Awesome. And for more on The Bachelor, visit TVGuide.com. I'm Leah Matthews. I'm Jacqueline Trumbull. This has been a beautiful podcast to fall in love. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Give us five stars. We saw some great reviews. Love it. Love to see it. We'll be back tomorrow. Bye.